Welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast with your host, Big Ken, a retired teacher bringing you lessons each week he's learned in the hobby by taking you behind the table and inside the mind of a dealer and a collector. Sit back and relax. There won't be a test. The only thing being graded here is the cards. Welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast. I'm your host, Big Ken. Whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on a streaming service, please like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell. You'll be notified whenever I drop any new content. Welcome, and thanks for being here. This is part two of the Chantilly recap. I have a lot of information. I hope I can get through it all in a decent amount of time today. So uh, today I want to dive in uh, to the great and maybe one not-so-great interaction. Uh, I want to start there. Um just things that I had, you know, interactions I had at the show and two big deals made. So let's go. Uh, I want to start out with a huge shout out to my man, Aaron, on Instagram at 22sportscards, T-W-O, the number two sports cards. Uh, Aaron's a listener who came to see me at the show uh, bearing a gift. So I love gifts. Uh, he told me he was... Uh, you know, he's a listener, he's in media media himself, and he just knew the hard work that goes into, you know, getting this content out week after week, and he wanted to give me something. Uh, so he dropped off a Josh Allen rated rookie, PSA graded card. Definitely excited to have that, and it's going to stay here in the office with me. I will forever remember that interaction, and I'm just going to throw that short, throw that card up there quick, just give you a little look. Aaron, my man, thank you for the card. Appreciate it. And looking forward to meeting you again at the National in Chicago next month. Uh, another shout out to my guy, Lee. Now, Lee's an older gentleman um, and not so much into the social media. Uh, I had a number of people at my table, um, you know, negotiating, talking about some cards, things that were going on. And uh, it got quiet for a moment. And Lee says, wow, your voice sounds familiar. He says, are you one of those, do you do one of those YouTube shows? Uh, now, in Lee's defense, I didn't have any of my usual signage up. Uh, when I was getting ready for the show, I knew I was setting up in somebody else's booth. I know he has a lot of signage. And I didn't, I wasn't really sure where I would fit in and if my signage would fit in. So I just didn't bring it. Uh, I had really limited real estate, as I talked about last week, of bringing things. So I didn't bring any of my signage. So, you know, all you had was me and my shirt. And if you read the shirt, you could see it was me. But um, so I said to Lee, I said, oh, I, yeah, I have a podcast. And he said, you're not one of those Wolfpack guys, are you? <laughs> and I started laughing. I said, well, of course I am. Uh, and then he looked at my shirt and he said, oh, because I pointed at the shirt. He said, sports car lessons. Because I was just, no wonder why it sounds familiar. I was just listening to your podcast on your last podcast uh, on the way here. Uh, so Lee came back Sunday. Uh, we chatted a bit. He left. He came back Sunday. He bought a great Seinfeld card from me, a PSA 10 uh, for his collection. Um, and just Lee, when you're listening, so, you know, I graded two of those cards, two PSA tens, you own one 
and Rob, sports card therapist, on the other. So you two were uh, Seinfeld brethren forever. Uh, another uh, interaction I had, uh, kind of a funny story. Uh, a guy came to my table, saw my Taylor Swift, uh, you know, the Kanye West interrupts Taylor Swift card from the American Pie set. Um, I graded those cards and I had, this one was a 10. Um, and actually I had two of them. I sold one previously. So this was my, my second 10. Uh, and I, on the card, it said it was, you know, pop 14. So the guy asking about the card says, why is there a sticker to say 14 on there? I said, the population is the 14 of PSA 10s. He says in the world. And I said, yeah, so far, uh, he said he owned one. He told me a story about how he owned one in the past and he sold the card and he was so upset he got rid of it and never thought he would see another one. And he was so happy to find one. So after a short negotiation, he bought the card. And then he started asking me about some other cards and he started buying. He actually bought like three or four cards from me. Uh, and one of the cards he bought was uh, another PSA 10. It was the Jersey Shore card from that same set the American Pie set, and that was a pop one. There's a ton of uh, PSA 9s, but this was the only 10. Um, he came back around on Saturday. He was looking again to buy I, I, some Mike Tyson cards. He, he was looking at them. He was taking pictures. He kept calling somebody. Um, he kept saying, I don't know if I should get it, but this person would know. Uh, and later, I'll, I'll tell you what I think was going on with that pictures and conversation. Um, but then he said, I'm going to get back to you. He goes, he's not, he's not getting back to me fast enough. I, I'm going to walk around the show. I'll be back. I said, okay. I didn't see him again. But later in the day on Saturday, I took a walk. I was walking around the show. And, and I go, I'm all the way to the other end of the, 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 the floor. And, and I, see, uh, I see this guy, but he's behind the table. He's got his own, show, own, own booth. He's a dealer. I'm like, well, that's interesting why he was asking me questions about what does the pop 10 mean and things like that. So I kind of walked over. He was talking to somebody and I, look, I was looking into his case uh, and I could see all these cards that he bought from me are in his case. So I said, oh, so he came over kind of, you know, telling me a story and, you know, looking to get a deal. You know, maybe he just didn't want me to know he was a dealer. I don't know. He's just asking questions that any I think any dealer would have known. Uh, so I said, okay, you know, I, we had no interaction. We didn't even make eye contact. I just moved on. I was looking around. Um, so Sunday I was walking around late morning and I knew which, which booth was his, but he wasn't at the booth. There was somebody else at the booth and I walked in and I looked in the case and the only thing left in the case was the Jersey shore card. All the other cards were gone. I said, oh, maybe he either took them, maybe he wanted them, or maybe he sold them because it looked like to me he was buying the cars to sell the cards. Now, the show on Sunday closes at 4 p.m., and he comes by the table again at 3.15. So I didn't want to say anything at that point. You know, he comes by, and he said, I like those Tyson's cards, but, man, I, I think I made a mistake buying this Jersey Shore card. He pulls the card out of his pocket. He says, would you give me a refund for it? I said, what? Wait, what? You want a refund? He said, yeah, you, you remember, I, I bought this card from you, you know, on, on Friday. And I said, yeah, it's the end of the show. 
He says, yeah, but I think I made a mistake getting it. I said, you want a refund? I said, this isn't Walmart. He says, well, maybe you could just give me a trade-in. Like, give me a full value on this card, and I can pick another card out of your case. And I said, I don't think so. Not today. I said, if you want to pick something out of my case, I'll give you a 50% value on it. He says, wait, wait, what? 50%? He said, did the card go down that much? I said, the show's over. I said, you bought this card on Friday or Saturday. I go, it's Sunday. The show's ending in 40 minutes. I said, I, you've had that card all weekend in your case and couldn't sell it. So now you're trying to return it back to me. And all of a sudden he starts smiling at me. Now he knows I'm on to him. Um, and he's like, uh, all right. And he kind of smiles and shook his head. And, you know, I know I caught him off guard a little and he didn't know what to say. I kind of called this bull, bull crap there. Um, so as he walked away, I said, how'd you do on the other cards you bought from me? And he said, yeah, I did pretty well. And I said, I, I thought you did. So it's just interesting that you came over and you had all these big stories for me. Like you want me to think that you're just some guy collecting and I want to give you a great deal. And then you're taking the cards and you're running them back and you're selling them in your kid. You could have told me you were a dealer. You know, I probably would have sold the cards at the same price. You know, not every card we're going to buy is a home run. Right. And, and I don't know, man, to come back and ask somebody after two days for a, for, for a, you know, a refund on a card, especially when you're a dealer and that, that just doesn't make any sense at all to me. Uh, the last inter interaction I had really cool interaction. Um, a guy came to the table. I have a Burger King spotlight foil card that was um, also from that American Pie. People love that American Pie set down there. It was also from that American Pie set. Uh, and he really liked the card. He looked at it. He said, can I look at that card? I picked it up. I gave it to him. And he looked it over and he said, thanks. He handed it back. I put it in. And then I started talking to somebody else, asked me a question on a card. And he was gone. He had walked off. Uh, so later in the day, I was off walking around, you know, looking in cases, doing some shopping. And Tom, the one who I shared the booth with, he called me and said, Hey, there's a guy here. He's interested in your Burger King card. So I hustled back and it was the same guy that had been there earlier and looked at the card. And he said, you know, I came here before and I saw it. And I said, yeah. And he goes, now I can't unsee it. He said, I need to buy it. And I said, okay. I said, you know, here's, here, here's the price. Um, we made a quick deal. Uh, I gave him a little bit of a discount on it. And he was excited, shook my hand. As he started to walk away, he turned around and said, um, this card is so cool. I am a Burger King franchisee. In other words, he owns a number of Burger Kings. And he says, I'm going to display this card in my corporate office. And I was like, wow, that's really cool, right? So just, just I just thought it was kind of a cool thing. Like, who would think that if you owned you know, a Burger King franchise that you would come to a show and find a Burger King card. He had no idea it existed. Uh, so when he came back to buy it, I was giving him a little bit of history of where the card, what box it came out of and things like that. So I just thought that was a really, a really cool interaction, you know, and there's so many more interactions. Um, these are the ones that I shared with you. Um, and I always say by far, this is the best part of the show. These interactions, good or bad, right? Good or bad, because not everything's going to be perfect and great at every show. And we learn things like I learned things, you know, just 
in this little situation, here's a guy that came up and really overplayed it, how he was a collector, you know, and then he was just buying the cars to sell in his case type of thing. But we learn things. We learn things about people. I would have to say I probably have 95% really, really good interactions at every show I go to. Um, I, on most shows, I bet you I could bump that right up to 97 or 98%. Uh, but there's always a one or 2%, but it's, it's something I'm learning. It's lessons learned all the time. And, and I enjoy it. I enjoy it either way. I just enjoy the interactions. Uh, a couple big deals, uh, I did at the show. And I know you're all wondering about the Desmond Ritter, you know, the FOTL red shimmer, uh, by the amount of messages I got saying, hey, you forgot to tell the Desmond Ritter story. What happened with that? And and as most of you know, then I responded to you. I said, you're going to have to wait till Thursday because, uh, you know, that was kind of, uh, you know, one of the stories that I just couldn't get out on on uh, on Monday's episode. Um, but first, there were two big deals. I'm going to talk about the other deal first. So I set up right across from a man, Jeff, on Instagram at Jeff underscore cards. Now, Jeff's from New York. See Jeff. Jeff sets up at all the shows. I always see Jeff. Uh, great guy. Uh, and apparently the day before the show, he ripped the half a case of select soccer. Uh, great news for me because all his cards were for sale. So as I got talking to him, said, man, love women's soccer and he's like, oh, hold on. He pulled out a whole bunch of cars that he didn't even get sleeved up yet. And uh, he actually had the uh, Alex Morgan card, Alex Morgan and Sophia Smith in his case. And the rest of the cards weren't there. The rest were all men's soccer that were in there. So he pulled out all the other women's soccer. And I, we made a quick deal. I bought all those cards, all those cards from him. But left in the case was the Alex Morgan uh, and uh, a Sophia Smith. It was a gold to 10 card. Um, I was truly interested in that card. And I told them, man, I love the card, uh, the Sophia card. Maybe we could do some trade plus cash and want to come check out my case, see if there's anything you like, a deal we can work out. He said, absolutely. He came by a little later. Uh, he looked at my case. He said, man, I just didn't find anything. And I said, okay, just think about a cash price and, you know, we'll talk. So Saturday morning came and uh, we talked about a few things and he said, I still have the Sophia card. I said, I know I saw it in there. I'll come by and talk to you about it. Um, so fast forward a little bit later in the afternoon. I mean, Saturday was a great day for sales. Uh, so things were going good. So slowed down a little. I walked over to Jeff's table and I said, Let's negotiate for this card. Probably took 15 seconds. Uh, I knew I had a price in mind. Uh, he pretty much agreed to it. Uh, card was sold. Uh, now it's mine. And uh, super easy sale. Super pumped to own this card. Um, I I would, if you would have asked me the first gold card, uh, I would have said would have been a Trinity Rodman. But, you know, Sophia Smith, uh, this, this, presented itself well. So, uh, I took the card and, and I'm excited to have it. I will own the Trinity Rodman one, but Sophia got here first, right? Um, so, uh, moving on to deal two. So I mentioned in part one, there was, uh, with the Ritter cards, there was, uh, you know, there was an auction, there was a comp 
for 16 around $1,600 on the, uh, the Desmond Ritter card. And then there was another auction on eBay that was ending on Friday night. And, you know, I had a number of people come look at the card and say, wow, that's just a great card. Thought I was asking too much. Um, I was trying to keep it. I had the card for 2K uh, in my thing. And I was hoping at the last comp being 1600, I was hoping to get, you know, 16, 1700. And I, people looking it up knew right away that there was one ending uh, Friday night. And at that point, it had like four Friday night, four or five hours to go. And it was only at like 500 and something dollars. I was, I was nervous. Like I, I really didn't know where that was going to go. And I just felt like, man, this is not looking good. Um, and I was right Friday night. It, it did come up. It wasn't as bad as it could have been, but it ended up selling for just over $1,400. And, you know, most people, Right away, you know, you're thinking, well, I, I should be getting this card for a thousand or eleven hundred after fees and shipping and taxes and blah. If I'm at a show and if this card is selling for fourteen hundred at auction, uh, it, it really, you know, comes out to be a, a much lower cash price. So yikes, yikes for me. So uh, Saturday afternoon, when things slowed down, you know, I went to do some shopping, uh, and I was. There, and I, and I want to say it's interesting because I had a lot of my lower end football, my higher end football. I did not bring, and I'm not going to say there was no higher end football. There was, there was higher end football, but the majority, the majority of people had lower, a lot of lower end slabs, you know, 25, 35, 40, 50, you know, 75, hundred, 125. I mean, it, it just, there were, there were showcases full of these cards you know, probably up to, you know, 200, 250, 275, like in that area, still things I'm saying are lower end. Um, so there wasn't a lot of higher end. And here I am walking around with this card, you know, and I'm looking, hope, hopefully I can trade plus cash into something a little bigger, a little better and not, you know, take a beating on the card um, because I'm not sure where where it's going to go next. It's on its way down. It was at 1900, 1700, 1600. Now it's at 1400, right? It's it's going the wrong direction for me. So I, I came across a guy's case. He had a Joe Burrow uh, XRC auto number to 49 uh, PSA 9 slash 10 on the auto. He had a price tag of 4K on it. Uh, when I tried to comp the card, the last one sold was, I, I, I think it was like May or June of 2022. Um, and it was pretty low. I think it may have been around 2000 or $2,100 for that card. Uh, but I saw, you know, this dealer had the card for sale on eBay. I saw what, what, you know, what the price was. I said, look, I'm interested in this. Um, it's hard to look up comps. There's nothing that's sold. Uh, these, these last, the last time this card sold was, you know, over a year ago. And, uh, I see you're selling it at this price, right? Um, now I have this card that I'd be interested if you're interested in, you know, giving you this card with cash and trading up to this. So he took the card and he started comping card. And I know he, I had a, I had a couple of cards in my hand, but I, I, you know, it was one of those that. You know, I was showing him the one that nobody probably wanted and with the other one in my hand that he could see. And he said, oh, what what is that card? And that's 
I don't know if you've ever done that, you know, people think you're holding back. That's the card they really want. They don't want the card you're handing them. You know, if, if you're selling a card and you go to a show and you say, are you interested in buying this? You know, most people are either no or I'm going to lowball the heck out of you, you know, because you almost seem like you're a little desperate to get rid of that card. Uh, so I didn't want to come off that way. You know, I was holding that card in my hand. I said, oh, this card. Yeah, this. But anyways, he looked at the card. He liked the card. He tried to comp it. And I said, yeah, there was an auction last night. We just started talking about it. And I said, I don't know why anybody would put this card up for auction. I own one. I would never, I would be a too, I would be too afraid to put this card up for auction and have like that happen and go for much less than, than, you know, what, what I think it's worth, what the comps are worth. Why would you ruin the comps on that card? You know, why wouldn't you just put it up there on eBay? So somebody has it, you know, two were up there. One was for 1999 and one's for 2,900. Why wouldn't you put it for 1700 or 1800 since the last one went at 16 something, you know, what a best offer. Just my thought. That's how I would have done it. People do things differently. Um, but we both agreed it probably wasn't the best idea to 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 be auctioning this card off, especially when the last one went lower than the last comp. Um, so we went back and forth on it. He said, realistically, what are you looking to get for the card? I said, I would love to get $1,600 for this card. Um, I think at a show like this or the next show or at the National, I think it's probably, you know, in that ballpark. It, it could go up again. There could be some built up hype. I said, I'm not telling you that's, that's what's going to happen. And that's what I think could happen. Um, and he said, okay, that's understandable. When he said that, I'm like, wow, I might be golden here. I might be able to, uh, get a deal done. Um, so he didn't disagree on that. <laughs> right. Um, and I knew we were kind of close you know, when I threw out a cash offer on top of this card for the other card and he said, I think you're lowballing me a little. And that's why I pointed out the fact like, look, this is what you have it on eBay for sale. If someone threw you an offer, you would probably accept, you know, $300, $400 less. And then you've got to take out all the fees and the taxes and everything else. I think we're probably in the same ballpark, you know, price wise and, you know, mid twos. Um, He didn't disagree on that either. So I said, okay. I started thinking he probably, now looking at his case, he had a lot of high-end cards. And I don't know how many he was selling. But looking at this card and this negotiation continued to move on, I felt to myself, he's got a lot of room on this card. He must be into this card for for less than the price we're talking. And, and I think the card is worth that, but it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. I mean, I I was comping out other like Joe Burrow XRC PSA tens and things like that, just trying to get a grasp on on what I think, you know, the comp is on the card. And I think it's a great card. It's another XRC. We know I just picked up the Mahomes uh, XRC uh, BGS nine point five, uh, and this one now is is autoed and numbered, so and PSA. So. In my mind, I'm thinking to myself, if at this moment I can get out of a rookie card of a rookie who's on his way down this particular card, the comps are on its way down and get into a rookie card 
of a veteran who's on the rise. And I feel that because everything uh, at this show and everything I see, the comps, the price, not the comps, but people are people are high on Joe Burrow right now. And the prices are showing it. The prices are pretty high on things. And I think this particular dealer was happy to put some cash in his pocket. Uh, so we ended up, we ended up making a deal on it. Um, and, and either you could say I got 1600 value for my card or I got less, but his card was less, right? So the, the cash and card, what I wanted to do where, where I was set that said, if I can get this done with this much cash and cash and this card, to me, it's a home run. Uh, and we negotiated for a bit. I ended up giving him a tad bit more cash, uh, threw in another $150 on top of it. We got the deal done. Um, I walked away just ecstatic that I was able to get that value out of that, out of that Ritter card. Now I was only into that Ritter card for about $1,200. So, you know, either way, whether it was 1400 or 1600, I still made out on that card. And I think, I think I made a great deal on this card. Uh, so both of these cards, this uh, Burrow and the Sophia Smith, uh, you can see both these cards. I posted them on my Instagram uh, at sportscard underscore lessons. Go over there, take a look at those cards. Uh, last story, uh, I talked about setting a comp uh, on a card, on a Joe Burrow card, not, not the one we just talked about. But on Friday, um, when I set up before the show even started, I started walking around and I came across a dealer had a Joe Burrow rookie green prism PSA nine in his case. And I know I just sold this exact same card on eBay. Uh, I had it on eBay. Uh, I had it up there for, for $200 or best offer. Um, and the dealer had a price tag on his card of a hundred dollars. And I started thinking, Maybe it's a different card. Is it possible it's a different card? It looks like the same exact card I just had. So I took out my phone, I took a picture, and I looked it up. And sure enough, the comp was 180. And the funny thing is, before I sold my card on eBay, the comp was 157 on that card. And people on eBay reminded me that the comp was 157 on my buy it now when everybody was offering me 150 and 145 dollars and 140 dollars, saying, "Oh, the comp is 157." Um, some people offered like 160, but I would have been happy. I was holding the card. I could have held it to the national, but I said, "I, I, I put up 200 best offer. I'd let it go at 170, 175." No, I, I was into the card at 150. So. I'm sorry. I was into the card at 130. And I remember buying that from my man Hank, uh, Hank's cards. I bought that uh at last time I saw him at a show. So I I mean I was into the card good. I figured I'd let it go for 170. Um and then I had a buyer who who offered me 170, made an offer for 170, but then I looked and he lived in Canada. So I messaged him back. I said, look, I'm gonna respond uh back with 180 just to cover an extra $10 in shipping because I have to ship this card to Canada. And he said, okay, no problem. So I sent, I sent back, um, for 180 and he accepted it. 
uh, bought the card. And the interesting thing was after all this happened, him buying the card at 180, uh, when I printed out the shipping, he, it shipped to ship my cards in the U S it was, it, it wasn't like I had to ship it to Canada. So I didn't need to charge him the extra $10, but it was already done. And, and, and he never contacted me back. So, um, but the card sold at 180. So now when I took a picture of this card that I knew was 157 all the way up to the point that I sold my car on eBay for 180. Now the comp on this card was 180. And it was the same card. I said, can I look at the card? I'm like, maybe there's a crack in the case or something. I looked front and back. I'm like, this is the same exact card. I put it down. I reached in my pocket. I took $100 out. I said, here you go. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. I walked away, you know, almost as fast as I could. I'm like, I, 100 bucks. I'll take this all day long. So I put the card in my case at 195 and another dealer comes by and he buys the card for 170 Um Perfect. Made a nice profit already. So on Sunday, I go back to the person I originally bought this card for that card from for a hundred dollars. And I'm looking in his case and he has the same exact card in the case again with no price tag on it. Also, my heart's pounding. I'm like, am I going to get another one of these for a hundred bucks? So I asked him, Hey, what's, what's the price on, on the borough? He says it's one ninety five. I just picked it up and I'm, I'm into it for full comps. I said, Oh yeah. I said, I think the comps are like 180." And he said, yeah. So I looked down at the serial number. I pull out my phone and the picture I took on Friday. It's the identical card. So this guy sold me the card for a hundred. I sold it to somebody else for 170. They sold it back to him for 180. And the comp at 180 was created by me. How interesting is that? What are the chances that happening? Unbelievable. So that's it. We're going to put Chantilly to bed. Um, it was a great show. Uh, I will look forward to doing this show again. Um, it would be great to have a whole booth, but I will take what I can get for now. I put my name on a waiting list for this show and I just think it's situated in such a great place. Number one, the location being so close to an airport that so many people were flying in from other cities, from other places just for the day or just overnight to come walking, coming in with their suitcases, buying as much as they can heading home. So I think for someone like me who had at, for this at this particular show who had a ton of excess inventory that I was just looking to move this show was perfect for me when somebody's coming in and they're gonna buy at 85 or 88 percent comps right perfect for me I'll, I'll move those all day long but going back again I don't know what type of inventory I'll have but I will know the show and I'll know that the uh, the pop culture stuff moved really well. And people really like that stuff. So I will keep that in mind uh, moving towards the next show. I will be back Monday with a brand new episode. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. And if you like what you hear, please like, definitely subscribe. And most importantly, tell a friend and spread the word. And until next time, take care of yourselves and everyone around you.